Imagine, a comedic podcast influenced by black culture that dwells into politics, mental well-being, pop culture, and information America doesn't want you to know. For Real For Real Radio provides valid points of view to help simplify and bring awareness to your world. Our only rule, don't, don't forget, forget to laugh. laugh. Welcome, Welcome to, to For Real For Real, Real Radio. Radio. For real, for real radio. My name is Reef. And I'm Ali. And welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. How's your week, man, this week, man? Uh oh, okay. So it was kind of a dragging kind of week, I'll be honest. But we we got through it, honestly. It was just kind of one of those weeks. My week been pretty good. I just had a lot of class and stuff. Yeah? Yeah, and I've been watching a lot of anime. Oh, where really? What um anime have you been watching? Um, some shit called The Eighth Son. Are you kidding me? I've been like stuck at home, so I've been going down a diff a deep void of random shows. Is that another um? <laughs> okay, so what was that? What's that genre of anime that you've been getting me into? Um, Isekai. Are they like in another video game of some sort, or no? Teleported um, into another world. Oh yeah, he got reincarnated into yeah. another world yeah. as the Eighth Son. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I, I do trust your tastes in anime. So, yeah. So, uh, it's it's a new one. It's going to like a lot of new short ones. But um, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty good, though. But anyway, man, let's go ahead and get into our trending topics for the week. Cool, cool. Trending topics on For Real, For Real Radio. All right, first up on trending topics this week, we have Joe Rogan. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Joe Rogan is a famous UFC announcer. I don't know if you got, I don't know if you used to watch the like old tech, the old UFC series. He used to be up there a little bit. Uh, Of course, he's a commentator and he's a podcast host for Spotify. And he get paid a hundred million dollars to do a podcast exclusive (laughs) for Spotify. So, buddy is making hashtag goals, I guess. What? <laughs> Major goals. <laughs> Man, I don't think they're paying niggas to do that. They, they don't think they're paying us that much. But um, so he um, of course, like I said, he gets a hundred million from Spotify. So um, he has been in the news as of late because this video of him um in a montage. Saying the N word over and over again on his show is basically just a collection of different clips over his show. Um, I'm gonna let you guys listen to it just so you can get the full context, the full context of what what this guy's saying. Uh, no censors, so be warned. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Uh, you've already said nigger. Uh, D is just like nigger. Saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger. But starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. 
there should be a word like nigger, especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. No, niggers. He says nigger. Guy, a nigger. And there are niggers. Start saying nigger. Uh, to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. Say nigger. Or nigger. Say nigger, and he couldn't say nigger. And What's nigger? Nick. <laughs> Every time I listen to it, it made me laugh. I ain't gonna even lie. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should have our own nigger. But, uh, all right, so. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> so um not only is you know not only is that a problem right he was um he also had a moment in time where he was referencing the planet of the apes movie uh he was taking a taxi or something to go see planet of the apes mm-hmm. and um in the process this guy he said the guy didn't even speak english or whatever uh he dropped them off uh, in this black neighborhood, and it's like he was in Planet of the Apes. Oh, um, I got the clip for that too. <laughs> good, good. We always uh, got receipts here. Uh, let's listen to the clip. An app, and it says, "Okay, take me to this one." And the guy goes, "Okay." I goes, "That in a good neighborhood?" He's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out, and we're giggling. Oh, we're gonna see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We 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 walked in the door. And there was no white people. All right, so of course he's referencing him being in a black neighborhood, no white people. He was he, we walked into Planet Earth. It's like it's like we were in Africa. So it's just like you know because of him saying that India Aru has uh, come and spoken out, and she has requested that Spotify remove her music from the platform. And I know you know a lot of us probably don't listen to India Aru that much, but. She made a good point in the video she put out where it's like, you know, um, I didn't, she was just like, I didn't even think people were going to pay attention to what I was saying anyway. But, um, you know, Spotify is paying us um, like 0.03% on the penny of a dollar. And, um, you know, they're paying him $100 million to get on air and, you know what I'm saying, say the N-word and other people are asking to get that music pulled because he has like a lot of anti-vax stance, a lot of anti-vaccination stances. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, now it's like, okay. He's been like, mm. what? Been labeled problematic, I suppose. Yeah, that is problematic because how can you, how can you say all of that? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much no consequence. So what they did, uh, what Spotify went and did in response, or whoever, they went and pulled 70 episodes of the show, which I'm assuming... Did they? Oh, they did. Um, mm. that, uh, that I'm assuming are clips or, you know, more clips of him saying the N-word, I guess, so that we can't find it on the site anymore. So we're going to remove those episodes and uh, let's press it in front of the world. Hmm. I did hear also that they were um, going to be adding like content warnings. Um, I don't know if it was uh, necessarily the his show in particular or if it was just to podcasts in general. If they were going to talk about vaccines, but um, they were going to like update that. But I mean, I got to give it to Miss India Irie there. I mean, she's got a really good point there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she really does. I mean, you know, even though she may not be one of the most impactful artists to bring that point up, um, I, I totally agree with her. Like him, that video or that montage that you guys just heard 
of him repeatedly using the N-word over and over and over again. And there's, you know, no consequence. So, of course, you know, and, you know, we're going to reference back to this later. I want you guys to remember that video or that uh, audio clip, rather, because you can't see it. And um, I want you to remember this apology that I'm going to play that he put out as well. Because, of course, he gets to apologize and let's just hear his um, his man, his explanation. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks fucking horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways. Like if a white person says that word, it's racist and toxic, but a black person can use it and it could be a punchline, it could be a term of endearment, it could be lyrics to a rap song, it could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now. And there's another clip that I have to address. There's a clip from 11 years ago. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high, we were in Philadelphia, and we went to go see Planet of the Apes. And we didn't know where we were going, we just got dropped off by a cab, and we got dropped off in this all-black neighborhood. And I was trying to make the story entertaining. And I said, we got out and it was like we were in Africa. It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes, but it sure fucking sounded like that. And I immediately afterwards said, that's a racist thing to say. I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context it looks terrible but it looks terrible even in context it's a fucking idiotic thing to say and i was just trying to be entertaining i certainly wasn't trying to be racist and i certainly would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism my sincere and humble apologies i wish there was more that i could say but all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video. Yeah, I bet it makes you sick watching the video. <laughs> because it's like, just like you just said, no matter what context that you put that in, that sounds horrible. You you literally did compare black people to apes by saying we're in Planet of Apes. You were literally saying, I'm only around black people if I were in Planet of Apes. I thought that was worse. She's like, you were supposed to be And like, I don't know. For me, it's like, 
nobody my feelings certainly aren't hurt over here it is just that this gives very much a middle school <laughs> middle school high school i was just trying to be funny yes we know you were just trying to be funny it wasn't though <laughs> we get it that it really wasn't well i mean for some people <laughs> for his audience right maybe it is and some would say that is the issue is an issue some would and you know this is the perfect segue into Whoopi Goldberg because she oh yes I also had a brush with yeah the topic of race and nuance which you know um I guess I need to ask somebody but is Jewish a race or is that a religion from maybe somebody can educate me I don't know if Jewish is a race or a religion. Now, before you answer that, got you. Before you answer that, got you. I have a clip. Uh huh. Let's play it so everyone can get the full context of what's going on with Whoopi Goldberg. We love context. Breaking news overnight: The View co-host Whoopi Goldberg suspended for two weeks for her comments about the Holocaust. Ariel Reshef has the story. Good morning, Ariel. Good morning to you, George. Though Goldberg has apologized, her comments sparked a firestorm. Some seeing this as a troubling sign of fading understanding about the horrors of the Holocaust. This morning, ABC News suspending Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks in response to her inflammatory remarks about the Holocaust. ABC News President Kim Godwin saying in a statement, effective immediately, I am suspending Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks for her wrong and hurtful comments. While Whoopi has apologized, I've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments. The entire ABC News organization stands in solidarity with our Jewish colleagues, friends, family and communities. If you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. On Monday's show, the host of ABC's The View inaccurately claimed the Holocaust was not related to race. It's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg appearing to double down on The Colbert Show that night. The American experience tends to be based on skin. Yes. And so that is what race means to me. Mm -hmm. When you talk about uh, being a racist, I was saying you can't call this racism. This was evil. Mm -hmm. This wasn't this wasn't based on the skin. You couldn't tell who was Jewish. Mm -hmm. They had to delve deeply to figure it out. Then tweeting an apology, saying in part, the Jewish people around the world have always had my support, and that will never waver. I'm sorry for the hurt I have caused. And the next day, opening the view with this. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race, and it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race, because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter, and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people, as they know, and y'all know, because I've always done that. By the end of the Holocaust, just 77 years ago, six million Jews had been murdered. That might not fit exactly or feel different than the way we think about race in 21st century America, where primarily it's about people of color. But throughout the Jewish people's history, they have been marginalized, they have been persecuted. They have been slaughtered in large part because many people felt they were not just a different religion, but indeed a different race. Jews will not 
The head of the Anti-Defamation League warning anti-Semitism is still a real and present danger. We need people on good faith on the left and the right to call this out forcefully, fully, without hesitation. And studies show an alarming decline in knowledge about the Holocaust at a time when anti-Semitism has surged to unprecedented levels. The FBI saying Jews are the most targeted for religious-based hate crimes in this country. And George, as you heard there, Goldberg saying she regrets her comments and any hurt they may have caused. Yes, she did. Okay, Ariel. Yes, she did. Okay, Ariel. Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Um, they be doing that. <laughs> yeah, I love how that bit. You heard, you heard the white people in the background with the anti-Semitic chants. That was uh, that was crazy though. Shout out to him, was crazy like that whole. But ooh, <laughs> I I just thought that was so interesting. How you know she got suspended for two weeks without pay because right. uh, and she didn't even say anything disrespectful. She just was like, I didn't think you know. That was had anything to do with race because for one, it was about two groups of white people. Um, I often get it confused, you know what I'm saying? So I looked on Twitter <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, w- I was looking for some comments and they were like, um, Jewish people, it's like it's different, it's a different religion because, um, if you're born, if your parents were Jewish and they have you as a child then you're jewish even if you don't practice the religion and i'm just like I, and they was like but it's not a race mm-hmm. and i'm just like so what are we what are we talking about is because she didn't say anything racist she said it wasn't about race it was about uh, i feel like she she tried to make it like oh yeah he did something terrible it was evil but it wasn't about race and i don't know i don't know if i can disagree with her oh i can <laughs> oh, I can for sure. Okay, let's hear it. Um, well, because the Jewish people were labeled an inferior race, thus the basis for the moral basis for the Holocaust. Okay. And that's really all we need to know. I mean, so race is complicated, but that's because we kind of make it up as we go along. And. Okay, yeah, but as far as I'm concerned, race is black and white or, you know, yellow or whatever, whatever your designated color may be like. I you, I can't, it's just like being Jewish, right? You get to choose that. I can't choose if I get to be black or white. So how is that the same? Okay, the thing is this, though. It's that white people get to choose who gets to be white. <laughs> so... Jewish people have all have been at times like the like old boy said in the video throughout history every white people especially in the United States have said Jewish people are not white and that's what matters here like no black people can never be considered white because we're black and that is a separate thing but Jewish people have also been considered not white and therefore been treated in racist ways just like irish people have been treated as not white the difference is later on down the road we can now some people can claim them as white but we can't be claimed as white but when it comes to like the holocaust no that was a racist that systemic racism that's fine that's anti-semitic that's pretty bad 
It was anti-Semitic, but I don't know. We call but it's racist. still racist. They were deemed an inferior race. I don't race. think so. I think that's why we have to make up a whole new term for it. Anti-Semitic is, is specifically a term for for you men, um, you know, showing bias or hostility towards people because of their Jewish heritage. And anti-black is specific racism towards no, we're black not saying people. Anti-black, we're talking about it's what, all still what racism is. It's all still racist. No, what racism is is what racism is. What anti-Semitism is is a whole thing based <laughs> specifically on bias towards Jewish people. I don't think that has anything to do with race. If you have to make up a whole new term for it, mm, I, I disagree. Like, I feel like you know there, it was it's it's a bias because of their religious beliefs. It was wrong, but I don't think that's that's not a race. I don't think she said anything wrong. I feel like she was trying to be as sensitive as she could about it, but it's just like you can't compare that to the racism that black people actually have to go through. That's, that's racism. I don't think there's, there, there's a comparison being made, and I think that's there's, the thing. There's going to be a comparison regardless. There's no comparison being made, and I think that's the thing. Like, I, When it comes to race, especially in the United States, black people, we have a, ste- a very special relationship with it, and I think that's where we sort of misstep. But like, there's no comparison being made here. We're just saying this act right here the holocaust was a racist act it was a racist act it was an act of racism towards jewish people and also (laughs) black and african people too and also um whom they would consider whom they deem gypsies but you know travelers and romani people like also other groups too but the Jewish as well right that's kind of like where I stand on it because black people were also taken and sterilized and murdered there was the Africa campaign the Nazis were racist towards everybody too Every, well not everybody obviously <laughs> maybe I need a little, a little bit more education on you know from like an actual Jewish person on on the matter on how they feel like Jewish is a race and not a religion or a race and a religion it's, it's quite confusing but the ethnic and the religious aspect yeah it's um it's it's weird I, I'm not gonna say weird it's confusing <laughs> it's confusing Cause I just don't understand. It's different because I don't think that's mm, with the black experience, race and culture for us is so linked and tied. God, is it? <laughs> it's like all kind of tied together, so it's kind of hard for us to like separate some things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I just thought that was funny how she got suspended without pay and he gets to make and she apologized twice. Not once, but twice. She was like, All right, you know, I was wrong. I own up to it. Let me you know what I'm saying? Let me backpedal my comments and read up. Right. <laughs> read up on something. I'm gonna apologize on the show, I'm gonna tweet about it. She had to put out two apologies and they was like, Nah, suspended without pay. So now she's uh, threatening to quit because she was like, bro, that's too much. 
Cause I ain't even say nothing like like bad. Like she wasn't making no anti Semitic comments. She didn't say anything anti Semitic. She may have said something that we could say that's off base, that was inaccurate. <laughs> we could say it was inaccurate. We could say it was wrong. Okay, okay. But we can't say it was anti-Semitic. Because she didn't say anything disrespectful. I'll leave that up to a Jewish person to decide. I guess so. That would be... Although I, I kind of feel like... Mm, I kind of feel like, hold on now. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. All right, so um, the U.S. military, they will begin to discharge soldiers who refuse the vaccine. So, um, you know, when, you know, when it comes to serving the country, I guess you got to meet a couple more qualifications. You got to be strong, determined, and now you got to be vaccinated, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but look, they always getting, like, vaccinated for all these crazy things, right? They always getting, like, stuff shot up in their arms, so... And saying this is just one more thing. And I plan no more. They're beginning to discharge soldiers mm-hmm. who are refusing the vaccine. Uh, they made an announcement earlier this week where um, where the army, uh, they're following directives issued by the Secretary of State Christine Warmoth, mm-hmm. and uh, she has instructed the commanders to initiate involuntary administrative separation. Proceeding against any soldier who refuses the COVID va- the COVID nineteen vaccination order. Um, this includes those who do not have an approved or pending exemption request. And uh, I don't know if you remember, like a while ago, the Department of Defense they was pushing to make COVID nineteen vaccinations required for everybody by August twenty twenty one. So uh, also, I do have a clip on it. I'll I play that for you guys. Cool, cool. And this is new at five, the U.S. Army announcing today that any soldier who refuses to get vaccinated against COVID will be discharged. Army Secretary Christine Warmoth issuing a statement saying unvaccinated soldiers present risk to the force and jeopardize readiness. She says involuntary separation proceedings will immediately begin for any unvaccinated soldier who does not have an approved exemption or a pending request. The policy also applies to active duty reservists Soldiers will not be eligible for involuntary separation pay. Yeah, man. They will start getting that vaccination and get the fuck out. Basically. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, you know, so like I said, this is just kind of one more thing on the list of vaccinations that soldiers are probably expected to have in the first place. And they do have exceptions in place for those who like, have religious um, objections to it or um, medical reasons. So we're really just talking about people who just straight up are like, nope, we're not taking the vaccine. And to that I say, well, then, you, yeah, this is the policy, right? This is the policy, so we just got to follow it up. Oh, I wonder if that's a dishonorable discharge. It is not. They have it as an honorable discharge or a general uh, discharge. They'll only make it a dishonorable discharge if there's like any other um, charges or warrants that they might have against them. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So we're we're not even talking about like the worst way to go either. Just hey, you're not getting the vaccine. Vaccine, fine. Um, perhaps there could be a conversation about like 
Severance pay. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's a thing. Get the vaccine. If you haven't died already, don't worry about it. You can't be out there and you're going to get sick. And the studies show that people who are unvaccinated, they are getting hospitalized at a faster rate. We also just can't be sending you all to all these different places and having you spread around COVID to like countries that don't have vaccines because remember, Western nations have hoarded a lot. Of, maybe hoard is the wrong word, but we definitely got a good bit of the vaccines here. You said Western nations have what? We've got most like, um, all right. So a lot of the Western nations have the vaccine. And so a lot of our populations are vaccinated. But then you've got places in like South America and Africa and right. Asia where their populations aren't vaccinated. And those countries just aren't getting at, don't have as much access to the vaccines that we have. Right. And you're going over there creating variants and shit. And then, and then we them came back over here. Right. To the Decepticon variant. Not the Decepticon. <laughs> did you ever watch Transformers as a kid, like Sidebar? Like <laughs> I did. Like Transformers was my shit. Like I used really? to watch it every morning at six AM <gasps> when I was getting ready for school after I watched the M T V music videos. I love that you have that like very specific <laughs> memory because I do as well. Um I didn't really care for Transformers, but I do remember it coming on and I did watch the show. That's funny. <laughs> music videos on TV and I haven't watched cable in so long I don't even know <laughs> like I think I just stream everything now mm. oh major sidebar anyway <laughs> yeah um I I just thought that was um that was quite interesting yeah but I guess we'll just see how that how the um army is gonna I guess we'll see how soldiers will respond to that in the coming weeks really it ain't nothing. It ain't no response. Get this. Get the vaccine, or you're gonna be discharged. <laughs> what you gonna do? You're gonna lose your job and your pension and your housing benefits and all of that, or you gonna get this little this little shot real quick? They gonna <laughs> get the shot po-po. because a lot of people got these stupid ass reasons. You don't. You don't know what's in Tylenol. You don't know what's in the other shots you don't ever take in your lifetime. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck they use to make nothing. You know, it's a certain amount of roach and bug products that the FDA regulate that can be in your food. It's just so many things that we put in our body, and for something that that's put out there to save us, like take the shit or get out the army, bro. I've, I'm on that 100. percent I feel that. I feel that. Anyways, that's the end of our trending topics. Those were trending topics on For Real For Real Radio. All right, and now it's time for breaking. It's time for breaking news. Breaking news on For Real For Real Radio. All right. First on breaking news, HBCU bomb scare. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but we started off Black History Month with 13 HBCUs uh, getting bumpers. Mm-hmm. I did hear about that. Did we know anything about um who it was or who they suspect? Yes, actually. Uh, right now, they um, have six juveniles in custody that they feel are responsible. Uh, they report that the juveniles are tech savvy, and uh, it's also reported that they use sophisticated methods to disguise the source of the threats, which appear to have racist motivations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they them doing this, that resulted in uh, not just 13, but it looks like almost 20 HBCUs were on lockdown. Mm, that's crazy. 
Yeah, that is crazy. You interrupt class for a bunch of black students just just because. Just because. Well, thankfully nothing happened. So. Exactly. Oof. Thankfully nothing happened. Because that could have been real bad. But at least, you know, they responded and, you know, let the students know. So everyone can stay safe just in case. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on from that. Um, next in breaking news, we have the Kendrick Johnson case. Um, I don't know if you guys remember much about the Kendrick Johnson case, but this is uh, the guy or the young man who was found rolled up in a mat um, in his high school, and they pretty much said, oh, he did it on his own, and he got stuck. Um, I definitely encourage you guys to look up um, some stuff about this. And I do have a clip to just give us a little refresher on, you know, um, on the Kendrick Johnson case, just so you guys can know the horrific things that happened in the case and um, let you know why it's kind of, it's being reopened now. Um, but let's get into the clip. It's the second time Jacqueline Johnson cried next to her son Kendrick's grave. The first time he was being lowered into the ground. This time he's being pulled out of it. Did you ever expect you'd have to exhume his body? No, I didn't expect to have to bury his body. In June, Kendrick's body was sent to Florida. The Johnsons hired Dr. Bill Anderson to conduct an independent second autopsy. In that autopsy, Anderson told the Johnsons he found evidence that Kendrick died as the result of a blow to the neck and not accidental asphyxia after slipping into a rolled gym mat at school, as investigators in Georgia had said. But what Dr. Anderson did not find shocked them. When we got the body uh, for the second autopsy, that organs, the heart, lungs, liver, etc., were not with the body. The brain? The brain. They were all absent. Every organ from the top of Kendrick's head to his pelvis, gone. And his family had no idea. We have been let down again. And when we buried Kendrick, we thought we were burying Kendrick, not half of Kendrick. Uh, I'm not sure at this point who did not return the organs to the body, but I know when we got the body, the, the organs were not there. So CNN contacted the two entities that had custody of Kendrick's body and access to his organs. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation, which conducted the first autopsy in January, and Harrington Funeral Home, which the Johnsons chose to embalm and prepare Kendrick's body for burial days later. A spokeswoman for the state tells CNN after its autopsy, the organs were placed in Johnson's body, the body was closed, then the body was released to the funeral home. State investigators say it's their normal practice, but what happened after his body arrived at the funeral home was anything but normal. What was in the place of the organs? Newspaper. Newspaper. Dr. Anderson showed me the pictures of Kendrick's body he'd taken during the second autopsy. It's a Black Friday ad, J.C. Penney ad. Yes. Checking my newspaper in like it was a garbage can inside his body. Unbelievable. I'd imagine that that's a different kind of pain. Yeah. Why do you think that there would be newspaper stuffed in, in your child? I never heard of that before. Never. 
Neither had the founder of a national embalming academy contacted by CNN, who said it's not consistent with the standards of care in the industry. Nor had the president of the National Association of Medical Examiners, who told CNN he's never heard of this practice. Why would the funeral home discard his organs and stuff them with newspapers? The question is, why did he tell us? So what exactly did the Harrington Funeral Home do with Kendrick's organs? And why was he stuffed with old newspaper? We went to their office to find out, but their response to us? No comment. However, in a letter to the Johnson's attorney, Harrington Funeral Home owner Antonio Harrington denies he received Kendrick's organs. He writes in part, his internal organs were destroyed through natural process and henceforth were discarded before the body was sent back to Valdosta. It's another disappointing answer for parents determined to know what happened to their son before and now after his death. And so after that, we've got the sheriff currently uh, saying that, quote, because of statements like these, in reference to um, the Johnson family calling him and other investigators a liar, uh, after the release of these files, uh, he's now, the sheriff, is releasing his own personal funds and offering a award of $1.5 million to anyone to come forward with information that results in the arrest and the conviction of a person for the alleged murder of Kendrick Johnson. Uh, after the release of what files? After the, uh, blah, 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 after the uh, release of the synopsis of the federal files on Kendrick Johnson, on the Kendrick Johnson case. What did like? What did that have in it? Mm. Uh, basically, it was just sort of reviewing the case and saying, "Oh, uh, almost case closed." They're not really doing much to it. Yeah, I'm not really sure what else is in the files. I'd have to um get the rest of that. I do know that the lawyer Crump, we all know by now, Mr. Crump, because he's always representing everybody. Um, but he's been helping them with the case. And, I mean, it took them nine months of protest just to get the surveillance videos to even get this stuff started and even get the news out there. So they've just been fighting at every corner just trying to get information about what's going on with their son. And so this is just all pretty sad what's happening with them. Yeah, the fact that this has been going on for 10 years is is really, really sad. Um, I honestly can't believe this has been treading on for this long. Well, and it's the same sort of tendency that we've seen in Georgia because this is happening in Valdosta, Georgia. This is around the same time as we see cover-ups from um, the from the uh, police and the sheriff's department in the Arbery case with the McMichaels. We just keep on seeing that these departments aren't giving out information unless you protest and unless you bother them. And then by the time they give out information, it's years and years later or yeah. months and months after the fact. Yeah, and the fact that they don't have to go through, like, three autopsies and we still are getting, you know, we really haven't gotten anywhere, no type of justice. And now, you know, you know, of course there's new evidence. The case has been reopened, and the new sheriff has said they're going to treat it like a new case. So, you know, hopefully they get some real justice. That's awful. But moving on to our final breaking news topic of the day we are going to talk about the Travis McMichael case speaking of cover ups (laughs) 
So um, basically, you know, Travis McMichael is the guy who was convicted for killing Amal Aubrey. Um, and before we get into it, let's go ahead and listen to the clip. All three men convicted of killing Ahmad Albury will now stand trial in a federal hate crimes charges. Travis McMichael withdrew his guilty plea this morning, a day after his father, Gregory McMichael, did the same. The changes come after the judge denied their plea deals for the men. The McMichaels and their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, were convicted in Albury's murder in November. The federal hate crimes trial starts Monday. New details tonight in the Ahmad Arbery case. All three men convicted of murdering him will stand trial for federal hate crime charges after all. Travis McMichael withdrawing his guilty plea this morning, hours after his father Gregory did the same. The change is coming after a judge rejected the terms of a plea deal for both. A jury in South Georgia convicting the McMichaels and William Roddy Bryan in Arbery's murder back in November. Jury selection for the federal hate crimes trial begins on Monday. A thousand Georgians were summoned as potential jurors from at least 43 different counties. Stay with 11 Alive for the latest updates. And so part of that is that um, the deal would have allowed for them to go from a Georgia state prison to a federal prison, which the family took issue with. Uh, please listen to me, Cooper Jones told the judge. Granting these men their preferred choice of confinement would defeat me. It gives them one last chance to spit in my face. Um, so that was what the Arbery family was objecting to. Um, specifically, the, uh, that was the agreement for the plea. So that's one reason why it was turned down. And that's, uh, that's crazy that they're going to get the opportunity to go sit comfortably in a federal prison, which, you will, you know, we all know that's not as well. We see the videos on TikTok and and, you know, of everybody having pretty much everything that you can have in the in the feds. Oh, have you been watching those those um um threads on TikTok? I've been even getting a lot of that. Watching watch what? <laughs> the um threads on TikTok. Like um all those um prison threads and stuff. Yeah, man, I be saying I'm just like, damn, it's like you got free room and board, like you got a PlayStation, like you got snacks, and you just get to sit there. I know like when you get out, like shit hard, but it's like damn, <laughs> that's like a little vacation, but uh, <laughs> but nah, you know what I'm saying for real though. Like you know, federal prison it looks. I, don't, I mean, I know I'm sure every prison ain't like that, but sure, sure, you, sure. we we know they're gonna put them in a favorable one if it comes to that. And we also they look out for each other, right? We also know how you know Georgia prisons are famous for just being very rough and. Well, among certain inmates, <laughs> certain folks don't get their choice in prisons. They right. don't get their choice in jail cells. And so they got to go to rougher places. Yeah. Like, if, that was a, if this was a black man, we wouldn't even be hearing about this. I guess it wouldn't be a hate crime. But, I mean, I guess, you know, that's the difference. But, you know, they always trying to make things more comfortable. Like, if you got to be in prison for life, at least you can be. In, in the feds where it's, it's, it's prison, but it's not as rough. The rules are actually rules here. But I thought that was crazy. Anyway. I'm just glad the family's getting their wishes. Yeah, and let's hope it stays that way. You know, there's always ways to get around in the legal system. They, they made it that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. But that's the end of our breaking news for the week. 
And that was your breaking news on For Real For Real Radio. All right, guys, we would like to thank you guys for tuning in this week. This is week one. We look forward to coming to you each and every Tuesday. Uh, so thank you for listening. And again, this has been For Real For Real Radio. Yeah, good night, everybody. Good day, everybody. <laughs> See you.